Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Travel Now podcast. If you're looking for inspiration for your next adventure, money-saving ways to book or ideas to get the most out of your time away, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hi, I'm Luke Richardson. I'm an author of thriller novels and I have to confess, a total travel addict. I really hope you're well today. I hope you're enjoying yourself wherever you are. As you may know, in this podcast, I bring you stories from my travels, interviews with people who've been to the places that I want to go, and in the future, this is the big plan, some live episodes from the road. I can't wait to be able to do that. Today, I'm talking with Maddie Street, who's a really good friend of mine, about trips we both took to New York. Now, in the last couple of weeks, I've absolutely loved talking to people on this podcast, uh, both Simon, who I talked to about Southeast Asia, and now Maddie, about places I've been to as well. And I didn't really think about this to start with. I thought I'd just interview people who'd been to places I hadn't been. But it's really nice to sort of compare notes. And you hear that in this interview as well. You hear that in our conversation. She visited for 10 days in spring 2019, whilst I spent just a weekend there in the summer of 2018. So it really wasn't enough for me. It really, I spent just a couple of days there. And the the fact, the excitement of being in that place comes across in our conversation. You'll hear it. Now, whilst neither of us spent more than a few days in New York, we're both clearly excited and delighted about the place and definitely both plan to return and I think that sort of excitement is infectious I think that's really the point of this podcast actually is that I want that excitement that I have for travel and my guests have for travel and that you have for travel to be spread as far and wide as possible In the interview, we talk about how to live like a local in the city that never sleeps. We talk about what real must-do tourist attractions there are. Because if you ask a tour guide, they're all must-do, aren't they? But what ones really are must-do? What ones really should you put on on the top of that list? And we talk about how to do New York on a budget and how to eat and drink your way through the Big Apple. Let's listen in. This podcast is sponsored by Bucketlist. If you fancy a trip to New York or anywhere else for that matter, check out their fantastic website at bucketlist.co. Make sure you add some of the things whilst they're top of your mind that Maddie and I talk about to that online bucket list at bucketlist.co. Then when you're ready, you can book with discounts. So tell me about when you went and your visit and your trip. Oh my God, it feels like a million years ago. Like, it actually feels like forever ago. Um, But yeah, I went, it was uh, around March 2019. It was my first solo adventure as well. So that was really exciting, getting a plane on my own. It's really interesting how, like, as soon as people realise that you're on your own, they're really, like, open to talking to you, like, no matter what scenario you're in. Mm. That's quite nice. That, that, um, is, that, that is definitely a podcast I'm going to have to do at some point, solo yeah. travel, because I massively love that. And you're completely right. You sit in a pub 
or even like the airport departure lounge and you've you've known everyone within a couple of hours don't you because they're so sort of and like everyone's just so excited for you as well like I was sitting on the bus to get on the plane and there was like this lovely Texan couple sitting opposite me and they were like oh you're on your own like where are you going I was like oh I'm I'm going to New York it's my first time ever going to America and they were just like oh my goodness you're gonna have such a great time and they were just so friendly and even when we landed at JFK after like I got my suitcase they came running over to me and they were like do you know where you're going like (laughs) how to get to where you're going like can we give you any help I was like no I'm good thank you but yeah it was really lovely but yeah I went um went to New York back in March 2019 Mm -hmm. um stayed with a friend who lives in well she lived in Harlem um benefits of knowing people that live Mm. in so that saved me a pretty penny um, but, but it was a, that's a point as well isn't it because Harlem even if you were to stay there as a in Airbnb or whatever you would save a massive amount from not staying in Manhattan you know from yeah. my experience Manhattan yeah. is like 10 times all of the other boroughs you know yeah. and also like the area was fine because it's really close to Columbia University so like it's still I mean like it's the way that New York is laid out just as like one big grid anyway you're Mm. always on like Fifth Avenue whether you like it or not um so yeah like she lived really close by to Columbia University uh, which was great because it meant that I could like cut through it to get to Central Park as well I walked through and some people were trying to hand me flyers as if I was a student I was like oh (laughs) don't go here (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah it was really lovely like staying with a friend staying with a local as well so Mm. like um, I spent my days while she was working, just like going and doing all the touristy stuff that I was like, I don't want to drag her to it because she will have seen it a million times. And it means I can go at my own pace. I can do what I want. And then in the evening, we can go do like the local stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was like a real mixed vibe, like lots of tourism. Um, went to Dumbo in Brooklyn and sat and drank beer and read my book and went and did the Highline um, and like Times Square and just like all of the really generic stuff. Mm. Um, and then in the evenings, like we were going to comedy clubs and going out for really nice dinners and drinks and everywhere in New York sells oysters. Like I swear they are obsessed with oysters and they're so <laughs> gross. <laughs> I don't remember having a single oyster whilst I was there, but as I, I wasn't probably there as long as you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally we went into a bar and uh, my friend knew the girl that worked there and immediately like we sat down she was like bottle of wine do you want some oysters should I get some oysters for the table and my friend was like yeah definitely oh really so it's like a like a sort of tapas sort of thing that they just serve with beer and yeah like get a side of oysters and it's ugh, no (laughs) I tried them it was my first time trying them um and I was sitting there and every time I was like oh it's awful and my friend was like you don't have to eat them them. (laughs) there's no pressure I think Um, what you say there is is great because this is one of my memories of New York is stumbling across stuff I remember just walking in a direction with no sort of knowledge of where I was going and just felt like I was walking through a film set you know I was walking in a random direction I was like wow Brooklyn Bridge 
photo, 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 photo. And then just yeah, keep yeah. walking. I was like, wow, Staten Island, photo, photo. Yeah. Like, wow, this, photo. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, sort oh, of rambling park. around. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, Central Park. Oh, my God. And it yeah, really wasn't like, far. Nowhere is that far no. from each other, or certainly in the Manhattan area, you know. Yeah, like, it, it's such a surreal feeling, like, especially like being my first time in America and going to New York and it's always been one of those places that I've wanted to go to um, and I just I was so excited for so long and when I went I was literally like big big pond little fish like oh my god everything is just so shiny um but yeah it was just amazing um yeah as I said like lots of evenings doing local stuff was there anything that you'd say have to do this you know if or if, if 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 a friend of yours said I'm going next week you'd say right here's the three things that you need to do um definitely go to comedy like I think stand-up is just it's fun wherever you go but the energy was just really good like um we went to hold on what was it called I think it's called Gotham Comedy Club mm-hmm. yeah Gotham Comedy Club um and we walked in, there's like a two drink minimum um, to like get a seat. Um, we came in like really good energy, like the hostess was really nice. And we were just like, oh, hi, I hope your evening's well. And she was just like, you guys have such great energy. I'm going to seat you right at the front. And we were like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really lovely. Like, obviously, kind of the same with like the Glee Club in Nottingham. Um, they have the shows going on and then halfway through like some random really famous person will come and just like do a practice set on you so my friend was like losing it over this guy who I had no idea who he was I was just like could honestly be anyone uh, but it was just really good energy really fun um, it's a great night and also there's a dollar pizza slice place opposite nice. so once you finish go get your dollar slice <laughs> um, I think same with the UK, I guess. Going on a brunch as well. Mm-hmm. Like, they're big on brunches. Oh, there. are they? Like, the bottomless, all-you-can-drink sort of business? Is it one of those? Not a bottomless. Although, like, everyone gets boozy anyway. But yeah. just, like, the food is insane. Right. I can't even remember what I had, but it was, like, fried chicken and, like, cheese on toast and loads of ham. And, I mean, everything has cheese on. But it was, like, this huge portion as well. And I think I took it back to my friends and had it for, like, another two days. <laughs> you know um but that was great and we just had like bloody marys and even those were insane i can like send you a picture of the one that i had it was like one of those like mason jar jugs and it just had like a cocktail stick on it with a whole gherkin a rasher of bacon a jalapeno and a slice of lemon i was like oh this is great um so yeah definitely brunch Okay, this one is probably quite niche to me. Okay, (laughs) Um, niche is good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but when I went out, again, this is like something you do with locals. Um, When I went out (laughs) Drag Race season 10 Mm. or 11, I think it was season 11, was airing. um, And in New York, I think it's the same in many states in America, like Drag Race, you can watch it in gay bars and it's literally like watching a sport (laughs) on TV. Like you go to the bar, you drink, you watch Drag Race. They have drag queens hosting the night as well. So they like do running commentary over it. They'll do little shows like dancing on the bar. Um, And yeah, you just like sit and watch 
gay sport essentially um and it was just such a highlight because I'm such a big drag race fan and I was just sitting there I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm actually like watching it live as well like it was in real well not obviously not live but like in real time yeah, rather as it was having out. to wait for it to come to the UK um yeah, and it was just really fun, like just drinking beer. And- Travel is great for those sorts of things, isn't it? Where you have like a an experience that on the on on the actual surface wouldn't seem that amazing, but when you're actually there doing it and you you you're experiencing it at that time, it's like this is bonkers. You know how is what <laughs> it's just yeah, so different like, it's so crazy the final season of game of thrones was on as well so i got to like watch an episode again like was it came out on tv as opposed to like waiting for the next day and illegally streaming it somewhere i was like <laughs> oh my god i'm here like it's happening <laughs> absolutely brilliant did you go to any of the tourist things like the rockefeller or the you know did you do those sort what was it the empire state and yeah so yeah I went um like obviously just like looked up at them in mm, awe and um, mm, I think mm. the main one I really enjoyed doing was walking the high line yeah um, that's just such like it's a lovely an amazing view but also just like a really nice walk and especially doing it on your own like you get to go at your own pace I just had music playing and I was just like walking listening to like Spotify playlists stopping to take like occasional pictures um but yeah that one was really great um seeing the flat iron building as well and seeing the uh, friends apartment that mm. was another one <laughs> just those stupid like pop culture tourists it really spot. is it's just it is just a pop culture central isn't it I, yeah. I suppose it must be the same as someone who's never been to London going to London for the first time I suppose it's the equivalent yeah. you know because we both grew up around that part of the world <laughs> we know it we're used to it you know I can imagine it's it's quite similar I particularly loved the High Line was a was a highlight for me whilst I was there. Just the the outdoor space, wandering through the city, and it's such a break from the standard walking along the street, isn't it? With with yeah. shops and bustling, everyone's a bit more sedate. The pace yeah. is a bit slower. People are sitting and just talking at the benches and whatever. Yeah, yeah and there's like great artwork around as well. Like it's just a really like visually appealing. Um, walk to go on mm. uh, I mean the weather was so temperamental when I went though I think I started the walk on the High Line it was like really warm and then I got to the end and I was freezing and I regretted that I'd only brought like a light jacket out with me and it rained twice as well whilst I was on it like that's the one thing New York weather is so temperamental right good tip I went in the summer it was August so it's really hot when I was there like, like oh yeah I I saw time. every season in the space of a week <laughs> <laughs> I also loved um sort of the Greenwich village area um mm. which was lovely with the sort of they had wicked little jazz bars and Italian restaurants and all these great little Irish pubs and all this sort of oh, yes. that, that that sort of region that's between that's between sort of Central Park and the uptown area and and where the World Trade Center is at the bottom there's that bit in the middle where it's all a bit old oldie worldy sort of style you know yeah and I love how like local everything feels bearing in mind you're in like this huge famous city and like you go mm. to these 
little pockets like around Manhattan and everything does feel like it's been there forever like you, everyone will know everyone when you walk in it does it just feels like the set of cheers <laughs> yes yes it really it has got that sort of small town feel which is quite yeah. strange isn't it for such a big place I found it that also though one of the most confusing underground systems that I've ever had the displeasure oh, of going okay. on like the the London underground is is the one I know the most I don't live in London but I go quite frequently and I know it you know quite easily and if you don't know it there's lots of signs to say get on this train and it goes yeah. this way you know you're that's waiting at a platform and then the uh, one minute tra- a train comes from one direction and then the next minute one comes from another direction and you're like <laughs> there's no awesome. indication as to which one you need to get on for what point yeah and because everything <laughs> is numbered like you just have to know the number of every single street otherwise like mm. you, you have no idea where you're going and like that at least if you're in London like you know the area because it's got a name like the stop has a specific name whereas you're just at like 148th street and it's like whereabouts in New York even (laughs) (laughs) I know I found that quite confusing um but I also loved the sort of I went I only went there for I was there about 36 hours really wasn't there a very long time and I had heard of the Blue Note Jazz Club for years and always wanted to go and I just happened to stumble across it and found the place. And I, I remember I was wearing shorts and a T-shirt because I've been out all day. And I said to the guy who was like wearing like a real smart suit on the door, I said, mate, can I, can I come in? I'm dressed like this. He said, yeah, sure, whatever. I went in and it was a band. The guy that was playing was um, Clint Eastwood's son, Kyle Eastwood who's a massive, massive jazz musician, world famous jazz musician. And I remember just sitting there at the bar. I paid about $20 to get in and the drinks were probably about the same for a beer. And I was just sat there thinking, this is bonkers, you know, seeing like this guy who's like one of the top, the world's top jazz musicians that I've just wandered in wearing shorts and a t-shirt, you know. What? That's like something that happens in a dream. That doesn't happen. Really was. Yeah, I I would love to go back again. I think as soon as well, yeah, that's the thing as well. Like I went for eight days. I tried to like long it out as much as possible, especially like make sure that I got like a late night flight back, which was torturous when I landed in the UK and it was like eight in the morning. Oh, I yeah, fought worse. off the jet lag. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is just so much to do. It's definitely not one of those cities where people say to you, like, just go go for like two or three days mm. and then move on to somewhere else. Like mm could you could happily do like 10 days to a month in New York I and think like that. always had stuff to do yeah I think that because you hear a lot of people talk about sort of three to five days and I think you're missing you're missing a trick with that because I'd love to also go to places like Coney Island you know where you've got the old fun fair and the seafront yeah. and all that sort of thing on Brighton Beach um yeah which is, which is an area down there and all these sorts of places that are famous but not as famous as Manhattan, you know what I mean? That sort yeah. of, yeah, to, to, to spend a day doing those sorts of things. Did you explore any more of the, the other boroughs or were you just, I mean, you said you stayed in Harlem and... Yeah, no, I mainly just, I, I mean, I, yeah, I went to Brooklyn. I really liked Brooklyn as well. We, um, my first day, like actual day in New York, it was really, really hot. Like it felt like summer. I got really sunburned. Um, and we went to this bar um called black bear in brooklyn and it was like very edgy Mm. um there was like graffiti all outside and you go in and it's just like a really dark bar but it has this huge like outdoors out back 
and it was so packed and everyone was just drinking Aperols and like everyone was just chatting to each other as well like you walk in and it's like everyone does know each other but actually they've never met before one of my friends she's such a social butterfly and she just basically just joined other groups and like mm. we didn't her the entire but you evening. get that impression actually having watched American TV set in New York don't they that the, the pub or the bar is like a real it's like an extension of the front room isn't it you know yeah. in, in yeah. sort of New York culture they're all there and they've got like their particular seats that they go to every yeah. night after work and, and know like, the people that sit over there and over there and whatever you know yeah. like the thing is I think it's just like I, I mean I don't know if it's just the people that I know but I feel like New Yorkers are very extroverted as well like they'll happily go to somewhere and just sit and talk to other people and even mm. like the the relationship between like server and customer is so much different to how it would be in the UK where like we don't really tip which mm. is not a good thing um and like we don't really engage with them whereas you go to New York like when I was out for brunch and the guy the server came over and he was like hi I'm Matt I'm gonna be your server today and all the girls on the table were like hi Matt how are you how's your day going and like rather than being like excuse me every time he comes past they were like Matt can you get us some more drinks yeah, like it, yeah it's really close and it's just yeah it's such like a a nice refreshing dynamic particularly mm. as like we're such an awkward culture in the UK yeah. Going, we I'm are just... we are and you go into a pub in the UK and this has gone on off on a tangent and sometimes you can go into a pub or a restaurant and you feel like a real inconvenience like <laughs> oh, please if it's not too much bother can I please have another drink if it's okay with you oh, oh me me next me you know <laughs> sorry I've been waiting here for, uh, for yeah. like five minutes and then, uh, and then they splash a bit of beer in a glass and chuck your change in a puddle of Guinness on the bar top and off you go you know Exactly. Yeah. Like it's everyone is just yeah, that was one of the things. Everyone was just so friendly. I don't know if that's because like I'm English and I go there and they're like, oh, you're English. But everyone was just so friendly. Um and yeah, love Brooklyn. My um my Facebook profile picture is me standing outside that bar in Brooklyn. My friend took my phone and was like, it's a picture moment. <laughs> um but yeah, it was it was lovely. And as I said, like I walked um I walked along Brooklyn Bridge to Dumbo as well. And that is, I mean, it's a really nice bridge, but to be mm. honest, it's so busy. It's actually not really worth it. Um, it's full of a lot of influencers stopping to try and get that like scenic picture. So everyone's like standing back, people are walking through whilst other people are getting pictures. Other people are like climbing on top of it to try and get a good picture. Yeah, I've, um, I've got a photo like, of me on Brooklyn Bridge, sort yeah. of taken on a down low angle with the <laughs> sort of arches behind me. <laughs> I think I walked halfway across, took that and then went back again. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing as well. I think it's another like British stereotype where you're trying to take a picture and you're just like, I'm in, I'm such an inconvenience. Like I'm just going to try and do it really quickly and then I'm going to leave so that I'm not in everyone's way. Uh, but yeah, it was like walking cattle along a bridge. It was yeah. really, really packed. But getting to the other side, it was gorgeous. I went to this like little bar. Um, right by the bridge and sat outside had a beer read my book and like the view was amazing of just like Brooklyn Bridge like sprawling along the river yeah and this yeah. is true actually I stayed when I was there I stayed in a, a place called Hoboken which is across oh, the river yeah. in um, New Jersey 
And it was fantastic because it was just that much less busy. And I remember one night I went out, out into the into Hoboken. The first night I was there, I got there quite late and I didn't want to go into Manhattan that day. because So I just stayed local and went to this bar there. It was really just much quieter, much more serene. But you could. All, I walked out to the riverfront before and the, the view across was fantastic because you get this view of Manhattan, of the, of the skyline from skyline. afar, you know. It really is like it's such an incredible moment. It is kind of that like that movie moment again, mm. like it, it's the skyline that you're so familiar with. And then seeing it for the first time, you're just like, oh, my God, it's like exactly like the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's a real tip if you've got the time to spend in a city like that is to take that time to leave the busy place and try somewhere that's a bit further away and yeah. experience it from a from more of a local sort of perspective, yeah. you know, or at least try to if you can, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And be prepared to walk loads because the subway is confusing and everything is just down one really long street. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic. It's made me want to go back, you know. <laughs> no, I'm desperate. I've been, I'm like messaged my friend who I stayed with so regularly and we keep saying like as soon as, as soon as this is all over and we're allowed to, I'm like definitely going back. I just like, yeah, I just miss it so much. Like I missed it as soon as I left it. I never felt homesick. I, like I just didn't want to leave. And it's even one of those things I'm like, maybe I should like, try and get a secondment do like a year working in New York but I do not have the work ethic of Americans they work way too late for me I'd rather just like finish at five and go to the bar <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I just thought of um like I'm gonna make it four things that you have to do if okay you, um, you can have five if you want that's fine I, <laughs> we'll think of another one um go and visit a palm reader it's so ridiculous but like everyone is very into it in New York like people go and visit psychics it's like a very New York thing to do really? my friend has a psychic yeah so I went I just like found one um online which was just off of Fifth Avenue it was really weird it was like ten dollars I turned up just like rang the buzzer of like this weird little room the woman opened and she was quite obviously like very stoned um, and she just let me in it was like the hottest room ever I just like put all my bags down had like all of my postcards and like shopping and souvenirs for people on this bed and then we just sat there and she like took my palm and it was all just a bunch of bullshit I was there for like 10 minutes gave her ten dollars and she just told me some stuff that was never going to happen she told me I was going to start my own business I was like yeah I'm, I'm no I don't think so like sorry <laughs> She was like, oh, okay, well, I think you're going to help someone then. I was like, okay, cool. Um, but it was just like, it's just one of those things, like, do as the locals do. Um, and it doesn't cost anything, and it's just something silly. Um, and it's like, it's quite a nice feeling, like, you're just like, oh, maybe it is true, but it's really not. <laughs> but maybe. I do remember there was, when when I was in China, we all went to see this 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 guy who was like some kind of, future teller some kind of shaman or something like this and essentially what he did is you he gave you this bag of sticks right <laughs> this is no joke he gave you a bag of sticks and you emptied the bag of sticks on the floor and the way that the bag of sticks fell the way that the sticks fell and the pattern they made on the floor he used to tell your to tell your um future and this was bearing in mind this was some time ago and I'm maybe laughing about it now but I did it and suddenly the guy went really quiet 
and he looked and his eyes widened a bit and he looked down at these sticks and he, he sort of started muttering to himself and the, the there was a translator because he was speaking uh, I assume Mandarin I don't know and and the guy said I said it was like what's he saying what's what's the guy saying and, <laughs> and, the, and then the translator got all sort of solemn about it and he says he says when you get home you need to go and see a doctor <laughs> <laughs> and I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> did you see a doctor when you got home no i know that was that was five years ago and thus far You're I'm, still here, so. I'm okay you know <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was hilarious yeah it was very yeah. funny it is it's just such an experience it's like the same um with like turkish coffee isn't it where you're meant to like tip it up and then they like read the coffee granules mm. and like mm. whatever shape it's in it's like i mean yeah you're really like ugh. It's yeah, it's very oh, odd. So much fun. It's been wicked to talk to you about this. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you for for sparing the time and, and reminiscing. It's been fun as well. I always love talking to you about places I've been to. Yeah, well, and thanks we'll have for to, uh... of me. I was like, <laughs> God, I don't even think I'm going to remember anywhere I went. It feels just so long ago. Yet again, I absolutely love talking about a place that I've been, a place that I know a little bit, just scratched the surface off from the few days I was there. Absolutely loved it. And you can tell that in that interview. I think that comes across that we both massively enjoyed the place. Now, Maddie mentioned at the start of the interview that that was her first ever solo trip. And I think um, I, I think that's a brilliant idea for a future episode to such an extent that the next podcast after this one will be about travelling solo. I've travelled solo several times all over the world. I absolutely love it. I think it gives you a completely... Uh, I think it gives you such a great perspective on the place that you're visiting. It sort of completely puts you in the hands of that place that you're visiting. And uh, yeah, I, I, it's something I definitely recommend. So the next episode will be about that. First of all, though, I've got a question for you. Have you got any great travel stories to tell from interesting parts of the world? I'm really keen that this podcast contains all sorts of different travel experiences, from people who spend months on the road, like Simon and Jason, who I talked to a few weeks ago, to those who just visited somewhere for a weekend, like myself and Maddie did when we went to see New York separately obviously um there are lots of podcasts which talk about epic travel journeys you know that last months or years or even a lifetime and whilst that's great and whilst i love those podcasts they're not for everyone and i do think they can be a little bit daunting and people can find it a little bit daunting about this you know six month trip to the serengeti when really they're just looking for a weekend away an adventurous weekend away so i want this podcast to have voices from people of all across the travel spectrum because we've all got a place in that spectrum and all of our places are as important as each other if if so i would love to to have you here i'd love to welcome you here on the travel now podcast you don't need to have a large social media following or one at all actually <laughs> i mean if you could use the internet so we can con we can connect that would be that would be better that would be best <laughs> you don't need a social media following you don't need to travel full time or have some blog or youtube channel or whatever you don't even have to have done that trip particularly recently as long as you can remember it and we can have a conversation about it reach out with me and let's have a conversation about this my email address is hello at luke richardson author.com hello at luke richardson author.com 
Also, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would massively appreciate your rating, reviewing or sharing it with someone else that might like it. That will help us spread the word about this podcast, spread the travel love to different people and spread the travel inspiration as well. That's really important too. Thank you so much for listening, for sharing your time with me here on the Travel Now podcast. As I say, to connect um, on email, hello at lukerichardsonauthor.com. On Instagram, I'm Luke Richer, L-U-K-E-R-I-C-H-A-A. Bucket List sponsor this podcast. Make your bucket list come to life and turn it into a bucket list at bucketlist.co. Then when you're ready, you can actually book it with great discounts. Think about that trip to New York that you've been planning for ages. I'll be doing a show in the future about my personal bucket list and I'd love to hear what's on yours. Thanks again. I'll see you soon. Safe travels. <laughs>